What's up? Welcome to Faith and Other F-Words podcast, where we're all about creating a platform for badass women like you to discuss faith, politics, sex, dating, wellness, money, quantum physics, heaven, hell, you name it. No scripture verses, no condemning, no regurgitation of doctrine. I'm your host, Tanya Martin. I'm a corporate hustler, wellness coach, and honestly, just a girl tired of seeing faith misappropriated. So let's change that. Think of us sitting on my couch, drinking wine, having those deep, raw, intellectual combos only have with your closest, smartest girlfriends. Believe me, I'm still trying to figure it out too. But at the end of the day, I know it's these combos that bring us closer to discovering and fulfilling the freaking purpose God's placed into your soul. You ready to drop some F words? Let's go. Is there anything worse than a breakup? I mean, whether you're doing the breaking up or you're getting broken up with, it's just really not a fun thing. And I don't know if we really talk about breakups that often. So in this episode, I chat with you about how to recover from a breakup. However, I'm kind of new to this thing and I may have forgotten to turn on the microphone halfway through the recording, but this genius figured it out. So halfway through, I turn the microphone on and it doesn't sound like I'm in a wind tunnel halfway through. So you can kind of just giggle through the first couple of minutes knowing that this dodo forgot to turn turn on the mic. And then from there, you can enjoy the episode. Recovering from a breakup is tough. And if you're listening to this, you might need a big hug because you just went through one. But everybody deals with a breakup differently. I know some girls go full meltdown. The world has ended. Bring on the rom-coms, ice cream, the wine, and I just want to ugly cry like Kim Kardashian for days. And I know other girls who are the busy bees. They're like getting their revenge bodies. They're back in the gym. They're back to their routine. They're like, I'm doing all the things I couldn't do when he was around. (laughs) And they're taking on new projects. They cut and color their hair. They dress back to the way that they did before the dude. And they're going out all the time. And they're like, I'm fine. I'm good. I don't need him. I'm moving on. And their breakups look like easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, like commercial, right? I recently started dating a new boy, and he's amazing. Go creep on my Instagram if you want to see him and I together. That's um, at Tata Conquers on Instagram. But before him, I was in something called a situationship. For all those of you who are not in with the lingo, a situationship is like all the things between like friends and boyfriend and girlfriend, it's like this weird, ugly in-betweenness that you're like, well, we're like dating, we're like exclusive, but he's not my boyfriend, or like, you don't know what the F it is, but it's something and it's not just friends. So I was in one of those for about 2.5 years with somebody, and to be honest, he freaking broke my heart. I was really, really, really heartbroken by it, and it sucked. Some of the things that really got me through that breakup was to, one, understand that there were emotions involved and to take the time to feel those emotions and to know that they were completely valid. And if that meant crying when I wanted to cry, I would cry. If that meant laughing or hating or just any emotion that I would have about it, the number one thing was to just allow myself to feel those and then detach and move on to the next emotion so that I wasn't getting stuck in a cloud of depression or a cloud of obsession in terms of what went wrong, what did I do wrong, and kind of just overanalyzing all of it. 
The second thing was to understand that it wasn't a reflection of my worth or my likability. Just because one dude (laughs) didn't want to make me his girlfriend or didn't want a relationship with me, it didn't mean that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't pretty enough or that there was anything wrong with me or that somebody else wouldn't like me or that just any of the negative thoughts that I had ever had were true. It just meant that either the timing wasn't right or that the other person wasn't ready for something like this or like there's just so many different factors and understanding and keeping that at the forefront of my mind was so important to know that just because one other human doesn't want to enter a relationship with me or to be in a relationship with me anymore isn't a reflection of who I am or my capability or my worth. And I think that is so important for women to remember is that another person doesn't determine your worth. And it sounds silly when you say it out loud, but how often do our emotions and our actions reflect that? You know what I mean? It's a lot and we don't think about it that way. So I kept reminding myself of that. Like, oh, well, this is not the only human in the whole wide world that is capable of fulfilling all the things that I need and being a great partner. And to be honest, this person wasn't a great partner. (laughs) So what was I so upset about? And I had to remember, like, oh, well, you're nostalgic about what could have been, which isn't really nostalgic about anything because it's the future. And it's just the ideas that you had set up in your mind about what could have been. And I think that was the hardest part is to detach from the idea of what I had built up in my mind. The third thing would be to take note of how I could improve in that situation, in that relationship, and in any relationship for you, (laughs) is what could I have done better? Could I have gotten out earlier? Should I have communicated things better? Um, Should I have set boundaries that were healthier, quicker? What in that relationship could I have done better to change the outcome or improve the outcome of this breakup because that's tools that I can use moving forward for the next relationship and changing the way that I want to be treated and what my expectations for treatment would be and I wanted to take note of that and use that in the future and then part of that too is to be empathetic of it and to look at it from their point of view what is the other person going through that affected this breakup? Do they have their own insecurities? Are they dealing with their own trauma? Do they have their own stress? From their point of view, did they feel like they couldn't give what was needed to the relationship and so they didn't want to be selfish and prolong something that they knew they couldn't give 100% to or that they didn't want to give 100% to? And those are all acceptable answers for why somebody would need to get out of a relationship or isn't capable of upholding their part of a relationship. And then the fourth thing that I thought about was, have you ever gotten over a breakup before? Have you ever gotten over something painful and awful before? And I'm going to guess the answer is yes. So if you're struggling with this overwhelming feeling of like, oh my God, my heart is broken, remind yourself that you've done difficult things in the past before and this moment of pain and heartbreak is just that it's a moment in the slice of your life if you were to look at your entire life from the moment you were born to the moment you die this heartbreak is just a sliver of what's to come and in the future you're going to meet your perfect person and you're going to meet the person that you want to build a life with and you're going to look back 
probably on this breakup and be like, oh my God, I am so freaking happy. I didn't end up with that person because the person that you do end up with is going to be so much better because you learned so much about this breakup that you were able to be a better person when you meet that amazing person. And who's to say that you're not going to get back together with your person that you broke up with right now? I don't know what the future holds, but regardless, this breakup is making you better because one, you learned a crap ton. Two, you're learning how to deal with difficult things and you're going to be able to better communicate those things in the future. And that in and of itself will make you better and more prepared for a healthier relationship. So asking yourself that question over and over again and reminding yourself that you are capable of doing difficult things and getting over painful events in life and that it's really just a small part of your entire life is really, really useful. The next thing I always think of in a breakup is to never speak ill of the person because you never know how or if they'll come into your life again and that doesn't mean that you can't answer honestly when someone's like so why'd you guys break up it's like oh well he cheated on me (laughs) like okay fine but I think how you go about describing that and just being really kind when you're describing the situation and describing the other person I never want to be caught in a place where somebody can be like, yeah, but you did this and you said that. I always want to feel like when I'm in a tough situation that I showed up as my best. And if that means somebody cheats on you, that means that you don't name call them and you don't shame or bash them, but you take an empathetic approach to it. Or if someone's just really an awful human being, (laughs) it's to be like, you know what? I'm sure you have a lot of trauma. I'm sure that there's a lot of things that you're going through. It's not a reflection of me. I forgive you. I no longer want to be associated with you. But I think there's always a way to be the bigger person and to be kinder and just show up in a breakup as your best self. And I know that's easier said than done because there's a lot of emotions involved. But taking that mindset of like, because I'll tell you, I have had some breakups where I'm just like, dude, you suck. And I'm so angry but that doesn't mean I'm going to actually show all of those emotions. So making sure to wrangle the emotions, especially when they are out of anger or pain or anxiety or stress, and they're just really deep emotions, is to contain them and deal with them on the back end and not project them to the other person or to social media or to your friend group. And just always showing up as the best version of yourself despite any harm or wrongdoing that the other person did to you is probably the most monumental healing aspect because you know that you're walking away from a situation with your head held high and that nobody could say like oh but you did this or you know I never wanted somebody to say well Tanya was blah 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 and to point the finger at me that I did something wrong I always wanted to show up in a breakup like with integrity. And I think that is probably the two key words that I'm trying to get across here is showing up with integrity and kindness because you never know how or when you'll encounter that person again or anybody in the friend group. And you also don't know who's watching. Like maybe your next partner is going to see the integrity and the character that you had in a difficult moment and be like, wow, that's really hot. (laughs) That's really sexy that they're able to take something so difficult And keep their head held high and show up with strong character and strong integrity and just be like a good person. I've seen people do that. I'm like, damn, you're awesome. Like that sucks what happened to you, but 
I appreciate your character and your love for other people, even in difficult times. So I always liked that rule. The next one would be, I don't know what number we're on, but to think about this person as the 2.0. So let's just make up a name. Pretend you were dating a dude named Alex. Alex broke your heart. He was a jerk. He got back together with you. Maybe he like had a little side chick and then you found out about it and you guys did this whole wishy-washy thing where you broke up and get back together and it's just ugly and toxic. But you are just so heart set that this damn boy is the boy that you are meant to be with. And then he does it again and you're like, okay, I really need to figure out my ish and get, get my stuff figured out. I would always tell my girlfriends, I'm like, well, think about it this way. What if you found Alex 2.0 out there? What if you had this great chemistry and connection and like he's so funny and he's great with your friends and your family, but he actually wants commitment and he has his shit together and he's literally the 2.0 version of this dude that keeps breaking your heart. You wouldn't even care about Alex 1.0 because you'd be so wrapped up in Alex 2.0 that you wouldn't even care about Alex 1.0 anymore. Now that makes a breakup a lot easier because you're no longer thinking that what you had was the best that could ever occur. You're looking at the glass half empty, but instead think of it as like half full because there's so much more opportunity out there for better. Cool. I just realized that my microphone wasn't on this entire podcast, but we're going to keep going because I'm on a roll. Yeah. So we forget that there's like billions of other people on this planet and this one dude who broke your heart is the only one that's going to be able to save you for the rest of time. And that is just BS because one, nobody should save you anyways. You should be completely fine and whole by yourself, but you don't have to fixate on the fact that this person is the only one in the whole world that is meant for you. There's billions of other people on the planet and this is an opportunity to find the right person and letting go of this idea of like, oh, this is the only person in the whole wide world. Like, no girl, there's a whole bunch of people. This is just an opportunity to see what else is out there and to figure out the right type of person for you. And also understanding that it takes time to heal. Yes, there are billions of people out there to date, but that doesn't mean that you'll be ready right away. It takes time and it's okay to take months or weeks or whatever it is that you need to heal and to realize that but that doesn't also mean that you have to close your heart up just because somebody broke it I hate when I've been in this mindset before when we think okay well I'm done like I'm just done with boys I'm done with dating I'm over it like I'll just be single for the rest of my life we both know that's bullshit you don't want to be single the rest of your life and that means that you have to open up your heart for the possibility of somebody new and somebody better. Just because you had an ugly breakup, it doesn't give you the right to close up your heart, right? Because part of love requires risk. And that's what makes it fun and exciting when you do find that person because it's hard. There's a lot of hardship in dating and finding love and finding a good relationship. And that's why when you actually find a good relationship and somebody that you care and love, it makes it that exciting and that worthwhile. Can you imagine if you could just find your perfect man at McDonald's, like a drive-thru? There's like a, a restaurant or like a, a boutique where you just pick up your perfect man. It sounds great right now, but in theory, if you actually had that at your fingertips, at your disposal, you wouldn't want it. It wouldn't be special. Like, 
a hamburger, a cheeseburger to you doesn't mean shit. Like, whatever, I could get that whenever I want. So it's not special every time you eat a burger or a cheeseburger. I mean, yeah, it tastes good, but it's not this mo- like the most magical thing in the whole wide world. It's the same thing with love and relationships. So the only thing that you're doing by getting bitter or mean or disheartened after a breakup is closing the opportunity and eliminating the potential for something great and something better. So don't take a breakup as a sign that you are doomed for life. Take it as a sign that you're in the ring, you're trying, you're figuring it out, and you're a gladiator in the ring of love, you know? Like you're in there, you're doing dirty work, and you're putting yourself out there. Sitting at home, waiting for Mr. Perfect to just come into your life is not going to happen. You should be proud of yourself. Like going through a breakup means that you're in the ring, you're trying, you're putting in the effort. And remembering that is probably the hardest part, I think, of a breakup is like not shutting down, not being miserable and and closing up your heart for the next person. If you can go through a breakup and you can still keep an open mind and an open heart about love and about relationships, getting into a new one that is healthy and sustainable increases your chances so much freaking more. And then lastly, remember that being part of a relationship requires connection. Everybody knows that, right? But I think we get so fixated on that part. It's like, oh, but you don't understand the chemistry that we have, the way that he looks at me, the way that like we just like laugh over the same stupid jokes. Like we we totally have a connection. And we forget about the commitment part. The commitment part is required for a healthy relationship. If there isn't a commitment between both parties to having a successful and healthy relationship, then that's not a relationship you want to be in. And waiting for somebody to come around and be that or to do that is only jeopardizing you and your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health. And staying in something that isn't good for you and doesn't have both connection, commitment, consistency. Um, There's another C word that I'm probably missing. (laughs) Companionship. If it doesn't have all of those different Cs, it's not a relationship worthwhile. Because if there's just connection, if there's just sex, if there's just convenient companionship, then that's not an actual relationship. A relationship requires that commitment to making it work, to making sure that both parties are happy and healthy and interested in growing and moving forward. So most of the time when people break up, it's because one of those C's is missing, but we're so fixated on one of the other ones, right? Well, our sexual chemistry is really good or he's so ambitious and so determined and we would have had a great life together but he cheats on you. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not quite sure about that. So remembering those things, I think makes it so much easier when you're going through a breakup. And those are, I think are all practical thoughts and perspectives to take as you're going through a breakup. And I think just to kind of like close it all up is also just the basics, right? Like spend this time being single as an opportunity to hang out with your friends, to hang out with your family, to travel, to build your career, to read books, to experience things that you've always wanted to do. Love the fact that you don't check in with anybody when you want to do something. You want to go on vacation. You want to hang out with your friends. You want to buy a new couch. You want to change the color of your wall. Like you don't have to 
check with anybody to see their opinion or or to see how it makes them feel. Like there's a lot of great things about being single as much as there are about being in a relationship. So enjoying the level of singleness and this life stage that you're in is a blessing. If you speak to people who are married, they will tell you about the nostalgia that they feel for their single days. Like before you have children and before you share a mortgage and a car and all these other things that come with a committed relationship, there's so much beauty in being single as well. You can just take a bath. You don't have any kids. You don't have to check in with anybody. There's all these like wonderful things that we take for granted when you're single that you forget about. So if you're entering a new stage of singleness, enjoy all of the blessings that come with it. Take that time to get closer to God. Remember him? Like, where's your faith at in all of this? Remember to lean into that. Lean into your friends, your family. Like, heal all of the traumas that you have so that the next relationship you can bring your best and feel your best and heal from this. So those are my tips for getting over a breakup and recovering and just knowing that everything's going to be okay. It sucks right now, but it'll get better and you're strong and you'll come out better as a result of healing from this breakup and learning from this breakup. And entering a new one is going to be that much better because you took a mature, kind, loving approach to a breakup and you're not bitter or mean or ugly about it. You're just like, okay, I'm handling this. I'm going to heal from it and I'm going to do my best to show up as my best and move forward with my life. If you have any tips for breakups that you think I missed, I'm really eager to hear your tips. Um, follow me on Instagram. It's Tata Conquers or jump on the podcast Instagram, which is Faith and Other F Words and shoot me a DM in there. The last thing I want to ask you is if you've been listening to any of these episodes, I need your help. I need some more subscribers. There have been quite a few of you who have reached out to me on either Facebook or Instagram that have stumbled on this podcast and you have really, really nice things to say. And I'm so, so grateful for that. Like, honestly, you make my day. Um, Running a podcast isn't easy. It's difficult. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes. And just getting messages from you guys that this is valuable content that you're liking. I would absolutely appreciate it if you share it with a friend, tag them, post this on your Instagram story, take a screenshot right now as you're listening, whether you're driving or running or walking the dog, whatever you're doing, like take a screenshot, tag me in it. I want to send you a quick little voice message, a little hello and get to know you and like hear what other topics you guys want to hear because ultimately I want to make content for you that you like. So tell me what else you want to hear about. I think dating and relationships is really big in our millennial era. And I think navigating that along with our faith is a really big topic. So I'm going to do some more podcast episodes on that. But what else do you guys want to hear about? Come chat with me on Instagram and let me know what you're feeling, what you guys want to hear about. Do you want to hear more about my personal life? Do you want to hear more about politics? Like, do we should we talk about the elections coming up? I need to know all the things from you guys. All right. Have a great afternoon. I hope whatever you're doing today is spectacular. And if you're going through a breakup, girl, keep your head up. You got this. It'll get better. I swear to God, he's got your back. God's got your back. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Keep going. Okay. Love you.